With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In Chicago. And I'm joined here by my co-host Jeff Boogan. We'll talk about the card. We'll look back at all Elite Wrestling's first event. Double or nothing as well. And you're listening to Pro Wrestling Enforcer Podcast. Like our Facebook page. Soon to come on Instagram and Twitter. Please follow us and like the page. This and then decide to go. It would be nice to keep, have them fully informed. Oh, they do it. They have an early to rise for the Pride and Joy event. Oh no, not Pride and Joy. The November one they're having oh, it for. Okay. Sorry, I'm getting dates oh, no mixed worries. up. No worries, too. Oh, so they didn't have intermission at the regular rise. At at uh, what was the last one in Chicago? Um, the legendary. Legendary. Yeah. No, they did not because the IP reviewed they, they they just had the. Uh, they filmed the first match, and then they broke that into the iPay-Per-View okay. feed when they were taking on the ropes. But there was no intermission for that show at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, they didn't want the dead air, so they did that early. I think it was, I think it's November show was in, and Legendary was those $15, and it was... They had three matches at, at the early horizon Legendary, and they were... They were good. Like they're gonna, they're on ascent. I think the first ones just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they it it was a lot of fun. It was super easy to get around and talk to everybody yeah. and see who you want to see. You know, because everybody knew it was like Allie and Kylie's pretty much your last rise. Yeah. And it just gave everybody who wanted to get a picture and the time to get to them and actually talk to them. And not just feel like you're being rushed because there's four or five hundred people trying to get to them because they're you know basically the last show in Chicago. Right. Um. And it was nice. There was no chair set. I don't. Did you go to it or not? No, I didn't go. I didn't go to Rise at all. I haven't been to Rise. This is my first Rise event. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, They didn't have any of the normal chairs out like they would for a Shimmer show. Right. Um. It was all open. Um. You could walk around, you know, uh, oh, I always mispronounce your name, Alicia Atut. Yeah. She was walking around filming stuff for the the Rise Twitch feed and that and putting parts of the matches on there. It was it was really good fun. Um, nice. Like I said, able to actually have a, have a conversation with somebody, not feel like you're taking away from them from making money or, you know, monopolizing their time because, you know, the intermission or that merch selling time is when they make a lot of their money. Yeah, that's true. I always feel bad about, you know, taking five minutes of their time when that, you know, be potentially $100 they could make. Yeah, for sure. No, I I agree, man. Yeah, I want to check it out next next time. Yeah, and it's, it's only 15 bucks. Yeah. And it's like three hours... I, it was last time, two and a half, three hours. I forget exactly how long. Mm-hmm. Um, but I literally got to everybody I wanted to. Um, had to actually have a conversation with Gail Kim. Okay. 
like not like hey how you doing type but actually have a kind of conversation about you know how i'm appreciating what they're doing with rise and in ovw and stuff like that like yeah. it was it was really nice yeah i know i have to i'll check it out i haven't been to rise yet this is my first rise event yeah yeah this one this one will probably be a little call it non-canon mm-hmm. um because rise is really good for like long-burning story arcs right like the Delilah Doom has been like two years in the making to have her join Paradise Lost. Mm-hmm. So they're, you know, Kevin's been really good with long-term storylines. So this one will probably be, this one's more about, you know, like like I said, the, the Pride event in that. So it's going to be a little less canon than mm-hmm. the other shows, but it's still be really good. They're still bringing in some really good wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Um, some I've never seen before other than like YouTube yeah, I know. Same here. I'm excited for it. Yep. Yeah, I've seen Joey um, anytime, Ryan. Before. Anytime I can see Mercedes, I yeah. I jump at it though because she's absolutely the best. Yeah. Well, I like Mercedes. I just don't know if she's ever gonna get past the independent thing, and then her, her time is kind of. Uh, I I think her. I think if this women's revolution came about five six years earlier, yeah. she would have. I I think. Mid to late thirties. You know, I know she had a bunch of time off because during, you know, family and shoulder and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I just, I don't, I don't, I would love to see her, like, she's so good with training people, too, like, I I almost want her to be, the, like, the next Sarah Del Rey, where she might go to NXT for a little bit, I don't know if Sarah did or not, but then, you know, can, you know move into a trainer role. Right. Like and be able to, you know, have a long term stable income because I know I know she works a regular like, you know, quote unquote nine to five job. I don't know that you know. Yeah. When she wrestles in that around her job. Yeah, it's crazy, especially when you have to travel too. Yeah, I mean she's just she's coming back today. Her and Nicole Savoy and I don't remember who else was with them on the trip, are coming back from Australia today. Oh wow! So you keep up on everything for like a week. What? You keep up on everything. I know I I'm I know Nicole pretty decently now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we play some video games and that together. So like I knew she was gonna be gone for a week in that. And she's she's posting stuff on social media. Yeah. Like her and uh um Mercedes at a zoo and stuff like that. Right, yeah, I keep up with the wrestlers on social media and they were all in Vegas last year, week for the for the Vegas uh, for Double or Nothing weekend. Yeah, uh, I, was I wish to I go. could. Yeah, I wish I was I was there. But, it's it's so hard for my my job to yeah. get off. Yeah. Whole weekends because that's our busiest time of the week. Yeah, for me, I would have had to. I think I told you this. I would have had to leave the day of the event. Check in the hotel. And the doors open at 3 p.m. The event starts at 4 p.m. And even though I was yep. staying at the MGM Grand, it, it's it's still rush. You know what I mean? You have to rush. You know, check yeah. in. You know, maybe take a nap and then eat. And then it's like the event is the same. And you're day. exhausted, and that yeah. show's gonna be so filled with emotion and right. and energy. It, mm-hmm. It's just you're gonna lose half of it just because you're exhausted from flying and you know. Yeah. So what the did red you... eye stuff never never really feels good. Mm-hmm. 
So what do you think of a double or nothing, man? Do you think it delivered? Did you get it on paper? I, I I saw it. Um, I saw it live. I I thought it was amazing and even more amazing when you look at the people, you know, Cody, Nick, and Matt, and Hangman, all these other people that have all these backstage jobs. Yeah. And the performance they went out there and put on. Mm-hmm. Like, Nick Nick did an interview, and he's saying, I didn't even get to prepare for my match until like 45 minutes, an hour before it started. Wow. They went out there, and that match they put on was, was amazing. That, that, that could have been the main event. Yeah. You know, and it was that that good, but you know, just it, it's so much, so amazing that they're doing all this stuff backstage, and still able to do that type of stuff mm-hmm. at that level. Definitely. Like it's different if it don't mean to like sound, like talk down to anybody who like streams on Twitch, but that's not as high as production quality. Right. Like it's it. I mean, I I love. It's getting their product out there, getting people to know more, know more regional wrestlers, mm-hmm. getting them exposure, and getting them to move, be able to move around more. Right. You know, but the, you know, the the just to have the music play at the right time mm-hmm. and, you know, things like that is so hard to do in today's, today's you know world like that. Yeah. And that be their basically their their second show. It's insane. Right. It was the first one since they're all elite wrestling. Before All In, yeah. it was just a yeah. one-time thing. It was just, well, they were just doing it for all, one time. All the, all the backstage stuff at All In was also yeah. completely done by Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. the Ring of Honor crew. They didn't right. do any of the production stuff. This was their first they did the full production on. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it like, was a good show. Made me love wrestling. Maybe remind me why I love wrestling again. Yeah. It, it was such a change of pace and such... A, a refreshing, like, oh my god, like, who are going to tune in, you know, because of a Jericho or the Moxley rumors, which ended up being true, mm-hmm. you know, are going to go, who are these Josie? Who, who is, you know, who is Aja Kong? You know, who is Kylie Ray or, you know, Nyla or, or these people? And they're going to go and find out these people. And not only watch their matches, but find all these other amazing wrestlers. You know, that's what shows do for wrestling as a whole. Because they're not just, it's not Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Mm -hmm. The 20 times, 22 shows. Right. Exactly. And that's what it was. It was a good variety. It was something there for everyone. And, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a great show, man. I, that's all I could say. Is it was a great show. It wasn't the perfect pay per view. They still have a lot of things to you know work but, out and we'll see how they'll sustain over time with the television, because it's still new. But, but and if they can sustain never, that pace, like the perfect pay per view doesn't exist because mm-hmm. there'll there'll always be something that that a fan or even as Nick said, you know himself will go back and watch like oh we could have done this better or we could have hit this spot just a little better and, and, and sold something a little bit more. Um, but I think it was the best for what they could have done with the, the production. Const- and I don't want to say constraints is probably the wrong word, but the, const- the, what they had going on with the backstage work and the needing to do, needing to do 
actual in-ring work was mm. absolutely amazing. Yeah. Do you have a favorite you match? You don't... What? Did you have a favorite match from the night? Uh... I'm, I'm partial to to Kylie Ray and, like, Aja Kong. Um, the Joshi, like... Yeah. Like... And, the, and that's a lot of that is because... You know, that's the style of wrestling I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they hit it out of the park. They did their thing. You had you had Kenny Omega going. I don't know who any of these women are in the ring, or not Kenny. Um, I think it was was it Jericho or Nick or Jack. I don't know. The interview was one of those. I, I've they've all kind of bled together. Um, but he's like, I don't know who these six women are. But I'm drawn to watch them yes. because of what they're doing in the ring. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to put on TV. Yeah, I think I think that was one of my, my probably my favorite match tonight too. And like, and it had a little bit of everything. It, you know, in in Aja, I think I don't, I don't want to say an age, but she's you know she's been in the business for 30, 33, 34 years, so she's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she gives weight to all the women. Not just the Joshi they're going to bring in, but just the women there in general, because she's right. been there. So what she went through to get to where she is is insane. Because mm-hmm. she's growing up in Japan as uh, half Japanese, half black. She was mistreated. She was harassed. And she made something into it. She She took all that... And for a long time, she was the heel because because that's how she expressed her feelings and got got through that. Mm-hmm. But to see her at that stage really made me feel happy. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a it was a great event, man. Overall, you know, I I just hope that they keep the pace up. And like I said, we'll see what they do when they have they go to TV. Obviously, they're gonna slow it down, or you know, not it's not gonna be featured well, as many matches as as many as no, times, it, you know. It, and you're not going to, you can't give away people. I thought it was a surprise. You'll, you'll still get them here and there. Yeah. Because like, I thought it was a surprise. You'll, you'll still coming. get them here and there. Yeah. What? Were you surprised by anyone that showed up? Um, he, he has a match and match. Um, he, he has a match and match. Um, because he's a producer backstage also, and, and part of creative. Um, so he basically fills in on impact and need him to. Um, which has been a lot because Sabu got hurt and he had to fill in for him for a couple matches at the taping. Mm-hmm. So like it seems like it's more matches, but it's just like that one taping he filled in for Sabu because Sabu got hurt, stuff like that. Right. Um. But he's kind of a spot call for impact. You know, he's there and he can go. He can, I think he's 48. Mm-hmm. He can still wrestle and he's always going to get a pop. He's a legend and always going to get a pop. Yeah. For sure. Man. Um, I I thought, you know, the Jimmy Havoc stuff in the Battle Royale was great because it just it shows you what um, they're willing to put out there. And I know that won't be on cable TV, but right. even on a pay-per-view, like, you know, the staple, stapling the, the cigarette, I forget whose head it was, um, and just the stapling of Tommy, like, 
it just it just shows that they're willing to put that product out there at some level and entertain everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, man. I think I thought it was yeah. You introduced the audience to new wrestlers, and they find they you know, they find it fascinating, and they want you know they want to look these guys up and see what their past yeah. matches are, and. Then, yeah, at the end, we got to see John Moxley, and there's going to be criticism because the people are asking, "Why are we signing ex WWE guys?" When, when you know, that's that's my criticism with the company because we have Jericho, Dean Ambrose, you know what I mean? We've got a few others that they're from WWE. It's just like this is supposed to be original and new and fresh, so they have to figure but, out not to do this too often. We don't want to see all ex WWE no, guys. WWE Jericho. Right. Like he, no, he I'm had, just saying he from be, the outside. He, uh, he can be the bead maker. Yeah. He, he can do all this other stuff. And he's a big name. Like, mm-hmm. he's still a draw. Yeah. And that's what they needed. And Moxley, like, once you get him away from WWE, and if he can go back, you know, to more of his indie roots, it's yeah. just, it's going to be better. Um, I, He was, if you... The talk with Jericho just came out last night, or this morning, I forget which it was, mm-hmm. with with Moxley, shed so much light on how he felt in WWE, and I really think that him going to here, he's got something to prove that he's not this goofball character, that it, it really is going to reinvigorate him to not be that person and reinvent himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't I don't mind quote unquote X WWE guys because especially when they're top of the card people mm-hmm. like Mox is a top of the card person Jericho is a top of the card person like you would be dumb for a small car I don't I don't want to call them a small company but a new company to come into play and be like yeah we have a chance to get this guy who's going to sell tickets, who's going to sell pay-per-views, right. and is going to draw eyes to our whole product. Because at the end of the card, you have to watch the whole pay-per-view to get to him. Mm-hmm. Like, he is going to introduce people to a Kylie Ray, to a Orange Cassidy, to, you know, all these other people, a Nyla Rose, you know, uh, I, I, you know, that, that you might not know if you just watch WWE or just watch Impact or just watch Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a good thing. Yeah. So picking and choosing the people you bring in is going to make a big difference. Yeah, um, for sure. As long as it's and, someone that, that gels and fits there, you know? Yeah, and, and I, I think with his attitude, especially after I was kind of down on it, um, I'm not saying down. I was kind of medium on him coming in, but after listening to the, the you know, the podcast at Jericho, I'm like, I want to see him. I, I want to see what he's going to bring, what's going to be different. You know, I, I was a big, I didn't really care for him WWE. And I, and I understand a lot of that is his backstage BS yeah. writers, producers, and, and him not being able to be John Moxley from, you know, CZW or something like that, mm-hmm. which, you know, that's him. It's not this goofball character. Definitely. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking inside to see what they do next with it. They have a show that's not going to be out on pay-per-view, I think. The Fight for the Fallen. I don't know how um, people can watch th it. I think it is. Oh, it I is think it is pay-per-view. Okay, because they um, said the next pay-per-view is, is, is uh, all in, all out. That's what they kept advertising. Yeah, because I, I didn't think they had, at the time, I don't think they, like, had um, for sure going to be on pay-per-view. It might just be on, like, Fight or something. I'm okay. not sure. I thought it was going to be aired somewhere. And then they're supposed to do one in the UK as well. So they're going to yep. to expand that audience yep. and then and then they're coming to the Chicago. Only, the only, you're, you're only thing that was like down about Double or Nothing was the price. America was 50 or 60 bucks yeah. to see it, see it on pay-per-view. In the UK it was like 15 euros which is like 20 US dollars right. roughly and I don't know, I don't, I'm just, you know, easy rough numbers. Um, that price disparity could turn off a lot of people who are already paying for exactly. the network or uh, you know, some of the streaming services that places per Can you, how, you know, like how much can you, how, how tapped can you hit your audience that if they're already in the independence where they're going to know most of these people, like it, it's going to be definitely only concern. Yeah. Well, I mean, people are willing to spend the money to, to go for tickets. Their tickets weren't the same price as independent shows. You the, know what I mean? The, the, the tickets, yeah. And, and some of the tickets for Double Nothing were cheaper than the pay-per-view. That's true, yeah. I, I mean, they were around, it was like 80 That was at the same price. One ticket was 50 one was like 80 Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know, I, and yeah, I, that, I agree, I agree only, with that. And it's and, not... And I actually got the uh, all-in pay-per-view, and I don't know if it was my internet or it was um, it was my Wi-Fi connection or it was on them because it kept stopping. It kept stopping. Like every five to eight minutes, it was stopping. So that turned yeah, me I, off, and I, I did had, not purchase the pay-per-view. I, I had my stream die as Moxie was coming out. I don't know if that's with the time difference, my router reset, or mm. if that was an issue on the providers end or not because I watched it over the internet. I didn't I didn't get it on through my cable company. Yeah. Um yeah. But oh, I that and if I if that's the only downside to a pay per view I can have is the price difference between the US and UK. They're doing something right. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. And yeah, we'll see. You know, hopefully they get all that, and hopefully you can actually get it on on regular TV, pay per view. Yeah, right? and I don't, and I don't know, and I don't know who sets the price for that stuff. Like, I don't know if it was AEW or if it's the actual like whoever provides the pay per view, mm -hmm. you know, service. Right. So I don't even know if that's on AEW. Yeah, I think it, it's probably a combination of both. They thought it was a major event, like all in. They, they charged forty dollars, which I thought was a lot for something that wasn't even established, you know. Yeah. But they, they know they're gonna reel you in, and, and if you're a big independent wrestling fan, that's what they're they're catering to that audience, so they know they can get you to, to purchase it, you know. Yep, and and I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just I, I'm more looking at the price from the U.S. to the U.K. Like there's a thirty dollar difference. Yeah. For the same same show. Like, is that 
because of the providers over there, you know, take less of a fee, you know, is it, or is it because over here in the U.S. where we were so accustomed for 20 years paying after WWE, you know, before the network came around? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I I know that in the U.K. that they, they get free pay-per-views. They get, like, whenever a UFC or WWE event aired in the morning, they aired for free overseas in the U.K. because it would be airing in the middle of the morning. Standing, and in the U.S., you'd have to pay for it. That's always been like yeah. a long-standing rule, you know. Yeah, like, like I said, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, I'm not over there. Like, I don't know, the, I don't know the behind-the-scenes stuff. But that's the only thing that, that that got me is like, why, why the price difference? And... For sure, man. Well, any talking about it? I, I just like the the one the one thing that sticks out in my head beyond anything else double or nothing is uh jungle boy boy in the corner literally sell orange cassidy's moves that he's doing tommy dreamer he literally makes him look like he's getting hit by andre the giant right wow it it was so much yep i i noticed it on the second time i watched it through because i i i and reacting and stuff like that like like everyone that kicks, and, uh, that that that's that's my that's probably the thing that stands out most. And that's not even really re- it is a wrestling thing, but it's not like a match. It's just like one little part, and mm-hmm. that's how much those guys care that they're so involved, yes. and that they all want this to succeed. And did you think uh, Jericho Mega lived up to the hype? You think it was better than the first might match? Um. I thought the first match was rough because they used Japanese tables. Right. And some of those tables didn't didn't break. Um, and here's, mm-hmm. and I think Kenny can go to the well too many times of that move. Um, but he didn't do it here, so I was happy. It was more varied offense. Right. Um. He didn't go to the well too much on the same move, which was which was nice because I, I some of the matches from New Japan I seen him do he he can do that. Mm-hmm. It's mainly they hit the one winged angel like five mm-hmm. times in a row and get a kick out every time. Like, yeah, do you remember? Like, do you remember WrestleMania? I, I, what WrestleMania? John Cena and The Rock. How many times did they do their finishers on each other? God. Uh, that I, a finisher should a finisher should be hit and you should you should lose. Right. And I, I'm old school that way. Hit that move on each other was crazy. <laughs> way way too many. Yeah. Like and it didn't even add it. Should just end a end a match and you're just you're making it seem like nothing. For sure. Well, anything else uh, left to talk about with double or nothing? Not really. Yeah, yeah. Like I really I enjoyed cool. it. I very much enjoyed it and I can't wait for more. For sure, man. Well, I'll let you take the lead on this one for a rise. For Pride and Joy? Yes, yeah. So tell me about uh, this show and why you think it's going to deliver. Even though it's not the traditional, you know, rise event, obviously there's male competitors on the show or, you know, transgendered, you know, competitors. Yep, it's going to be super LGBT, I forget the rest of the acronym, plus people don't kill me, <laughs> um, friendly, um, 
the first part is is our host is going to be Nyla Rose and mm-hmm. Sunny Kiss. Yes. Uh, both of them, AEW letting them come over and doing this, um, which is awesome. Um, at Legendary was actually my first time seeing Nyla in person, and oh my god, is she huge. Yeah. That was the first thing I thought, like, um, Sunny, Sunny from the Battle Royale was really my first, um, I seen her, I seen a fest, uh, show where she was on, and it was really nice, like, she's a good wrestler, very good wrestler, um, I'm just hoping that they, that they can do, that they can play off each other and do do the Pride Parade type stuff and that, and, and make it feel like what we're there for is to celebrate everybody. Right. Um, which I don't think they have a problem doing there. They're, they're diverse enough and they have, especially Sunny has a really good range of presenting stuff. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that actually. Yeah. They're going to be the ring announcers, stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. I'm excited for that too. I'm excited to see, you know, (laughs) what, what, what kind of different it's going to be, you know, than other shows. It's definitely not going to be like a traditional, like a Shimmer, you know, event. Yeah, where Shimmer is pretty much, for anybody who, who listens who doesn't follow Shimmer and Rise normally, Shimmer is pretty much all wrestling, uh, very little storylines. Um, if they do, they're set up, they tape two episodes a day, and they'll set up a match for later that day on, on the first taping, something like that. Right. Yeah, they usually don't do too much uh, before and and. Also, Shimmer is all female competitors. They don't even have a male manager, which I'm surprised. Nope. Nope. Um, I don't know if there has ever been a male manager um, on their show. I think the only manager I can remember was um, Rebecca Knox, who is now um, Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Um, she managed uh, the Knights, uh, Sarai Knight and... Uh, Brittany Knight, and Brittany Knight is now um, Paige in WWE. That seems like such a long time ago. When when was the first Shimmer that you ever went to? Um, 101. Oh, so which, which, what year was that? That would have been fall of 17. Oh, okay. So I've oh. only been going for about two years. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I actually... Uh, I've I've gone back. Um, my buddy who got me into it has literally every DVD. Oh, okay. So I've gone back and watched most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. yeah and you can't if people miss- like Rise, I'm just going to say this now, people like Rise, check out Shimmer. Um, Rise does a lot, brings in a lot of newer women, greener women, gets them used to everything. Right. They move up into Rise or Impact, stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, from the Rise program which is awesome because yeah. this is what we need. For sure, man. Sorry uh, about the tangent. <laughs> I, I started going to Shimmer in 2016, that fall. Yep, so you're two yeah. years before me. Uh, yeah, one, a year, but I, I don't go to every show. I only go to one show a weekend. Yeah. And I uh, and actually, me, not, not. actually, I only not went fun. to one show every year, too. I, I only go to the one in the fall. Uh, so. For for me, I'm driving three and a half hours, so it doesn't make any sense to go to one. I'm gonna do the whole weekend right. and That's true. have fun. 
That's true. We're spoiled here, living in the city, <laughs> listening to 40 minutes. Yeah, you got you have so many more promotions than, than I do, so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, but Shimmer's, um, uh, Shimmer's is, is good, man. I, and I first went to it, I know I had my reservations about going to it, and, you know, what we were talked about earlier, the fans and stuff. But, you know, since then, I've learned to embrace it, man. I, I really enjoy, you know, going to their events, and uh, I'm going to try to do it a whole weekend next time. A whole weekend of Rise and Shimmer can yes. be quite, like, quite draining, like, emotionally. Because, like, you you get built up, and you get built up, and, like, it's up and down twice a day, you know, how a normal card works. Mm-hmm. And by Sunday, like, you're like, what did I see Friday? And, and all top-tier wrestlers from all around the world. Um, sure. I think the first Shimmer I went to, I think... Uh, Dave Prezak, the guy who runs Shimmer, said there was 40-ish women from 16 countries there. Yeah. Because um, they had, I can't, I can't even they had a girl from Chile, all the Australians. You know, like they they don't they bring in talent, they bring in yeah. the top talent from around the world. And then people come from around the world to watch it too, which is crazy. Yep. Yep, I have a buddy that came. Like I said I have a buddy that came from Australia, and he's like, "I'm coming back for next next Shimmer." Wow. This was the most fun I've ever had at a wrestling show. That's cool, man. That's amazing to see, man. I feel like they should do a a documentary about it. Um, actually, uh, Vice, the the new one they're having that's new with the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually one that's got a part with uh, Mia Yim. Um, that a lot of that was filmed was at Shimmer. Oh, nice! I'll have to check that out, man. I love Mia Yim, man. She's one of my favorites, and you know, I went. Yeah, to... I don't know when. I don't know when it comes out, mm-hmm. but they're having, but the, their new, their new show, The Wrestlers. She's in one of them, pretty heavily. That her stuff was taped at Shimmer. Yeah, I um, went. I went to the NXT show, and uh, Mia Yim was there. And got to see her wrestle at NXT yep. first time, and you know because I I've seen her on TV, but you know first time in person, you know and first time seeing her in like uh, quite some time. And what was nice is that she actually reposted my story from IG, a video of her. Nice. Yeah, that's that's so, always. Yeah, and you know the fact that she's in NXT and you know WWE, she still takes time to you know appreciate oh, the fans. She she responds to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, she she understands that the fans make her like like make everybody in wrestling like sure. if they don't you know either the fans like you or they boo you you're getting the reaction you're supposed to get and that's what you know knows if you're doing your job right yeah for sure um, I wish she could be part of this event <laughs> but, she would be so awesome yeah um hopefully someday. Yeah, we'll be able to sure. get we'll be able to get WWE talent that and at Shimmer they've worked with them in the past the Young Classic and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. Davis yeah. said that's not out of their own possibility. It just depends upon WWE's. You know what? They've gotten so many women WWE from Shimmer did. too. They've what? they've hired so many women from Shimmer. Shimmer, um, literally, pretty much the whole SmackDown division is is all Shimmer alums. I know. I actually. The, the first Shimmer show I went to, about six women signed with WWE that year. The following yep. year. Yeah, it was crazy. I was like, wow, I can't believe it was 
think Tegan Knox, who was, uh, what's her name? Nixon Tegan. Newell. And then, uh, yep. uh, Iconic. Heidi, 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 Heidi Lovelace. She signed yep. with them. Oh. Uh, Kimberly signed with them and it was like one or two more. Kimber, the Iconics, um, Kana was a little after that. Yeah. Uh, Nikki Cross, Nikki, Nikki, Nikki Cross is WWE. Um, Her name was Nikki Storm. Nikki Storm. Yeah. I, I don't know why I can never remember that, right? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy um, though, and everybody should check them out, you know, go back and look at their, their work in Shimmer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think a lot of that has to do with Sarah Delray in, in the former center. Oh, yeah, probably. And even, like, if you look at uh, Kana, right? So, Aska, she looks so much creepier, man. She was, Her whole face was painted. Oh, uh, the the whole in the creepy clown, clown gimmick and when she was yeah. a heel, like, that stuff is so good. Yeah. Uh, her, her and Lufisto as a tag team was absolutely brutal. Oh, yeah. I, I, everybody's got to go. I got to go back and check out most of that stuff, too, but... But when we look at the Pride and Joy, man, what matches are you excited for the most? Like, that, what's, what's been announced? I think we're still going to add more. Yeah, I have mean, a couple more matches added. Yeah. Um, the tag I'm team. actually really, like, it'd probably be an opening, more of an opening match, but mm -hmm. uh, Miranda, LSA, and Candy Lee. Yeah. Uh, Miranda, in the last year or so, has really gotten very good. Like, she was very good beforehand, but... Mm -hmm. She's, I don't, like, this reality wrestling down in, down in Houston is just, with Booker T, these women that are coming out of there are absolutely phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where she's from. Um, like, I, they're doing something right down there because all the women from down there are just killing her and, like, Alex Gra Gra Gracias. Yes. Um, who is right now over in Japan, I think, with stardom mm -hmm. yeah stardom nope yeah stardom because charlie evans is with sunday girls right now mm -hmm. um like all those women um jenna jenna rookie jen um they're all they all come out of the reality wrestling and all the women are just pushing each other and getting better and better and better yeah. it's so good to see um but Candy Lee also is from New Zealand. Mm -hmm. I've only ever seen her on YouTube. Yeah. Um, so I'm really looking forward to actually seeing her in person. Oh, yeah. For sure, man. I'd love to see uh, this new talent come in there. And I really went over to yep. France. You know, I think yep. that's going to be she, good. Yeah. It, it's just, like, and I don't, I don't know what to expect. Like, Miranda's like I said, she's gotten really good, and I really enjoy her ring work. Mm -hmm. Her promo work has gotten really good, too. Like, she's becoming, she's just becoming a very, very good, like, all-around wrestler. Um, she was always good in the ring, but, like, with Shimmer and that, we don't get to hear a lot of promo work in no. that, which is something Rise is doing different. Um, there's more promo work, um, especially since, like, Jimmy Jacobs and uh, Gilligan come on board. Yeah, and she was also part of the weekend for Bo Nothing. It was she worked a show there. And yeah, did Starcast, so that shows that she's definitely climbing up in the. Yep. 
for women yep. for women's wrestling. Yeah, she's definitely gonna be a big star, man. I like her too. Uh, she's calls the fans losers. <laughs> she yeah, she's such that. a fun like I, I uh, she like she's a heel that you want to hate like because she does it. She does it in a fun, like, a way that is enjoyable, but, like, I feel like I should be booing you, and I want to boo you, but I'm still laughing because of how good it feels. Yeah. For sure, man. I think right. I think she's definitely going to be up there. And uh, any other matches you want to look at? Uh, I think we only have five. Um, uh, they're, like, the title matches... Are gonna be really, really good. Yeah. Um, I'm actually looking forward to Kimberly and AQA. Yeah. Um, Kimber. Um, for people who don't know, uh, Kimber is a little more than ninety days sober by the time we record this. Oh, really? Um. Yep. Did she, she have a problem? Publicly made a announcement about. Um alcohol issues and oh, I don't um, even know about that. Yeah, and uh she's making a real big effort. Um and you could see it at legendary, like she in general looked better, like healthier, I wanna say. Yeah. Um Yeah, she does seem like kinda bigger. <laughs> she blew up a bit. Like the past couple years. Maybe she was depressed from WWE because they didn't give her much of a a chance. Like, she I, was in WWE. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't it. know. I don't want to speculate, right, like, right. with what, you know, she put out there, if that was part of the reason or not. But, like, people are going to automatically draw that line. And, mm-hmm. you know, WWE is not for everybody. That machine is not for everybody. Right. You know, and, you know, it, it wasn't for her. Maybe it will be, you know, with a new mindset and new outlook on life. You know, but that road grind. Yeah. Like, you know, can be really rough on people. True. Um, but AQA, I've seen her on, like, reality wrestling. Obviously, other Rise shows. Um, she looks really good in Rise of the Contender, the Battle Royale they had. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're both high flyers, um, so I'm also looking forward to, because if anybody's seen Shimmer, they know that the Berlin Eagles Club is not a very tall building, it's kind of hard to do some of the high flying stuff, and where they're having this show at the Logan Square, I do believe they have the room to do more top rope stuff. Yeah, it's it's way better for that, in fact, you'll see a difference in the matches when they're actually at Logan Square. However, they do pull yep. off those moves in Berlin, but they, you can see them a lot of them are they're holding to, on to that beam to, to gauge the like, distance. Like, the taller people, like when Kaylee Ray used to come before she signed with NXT, um, she'd have to do do her swan top the middle rope because she was just too tall. Right. Um, so, I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know, we can see more of these two, and they put on a really good match. They should. They both have both had to put, you know, we, we already seen what Kimber can do in the Mae Young and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. AQA has really impressed me when I've seen her live um, at the couple of Rise events in Shimmer now. Yeah. Um, do 
want to talk about the table match? Yeah, man. Well, I, we know there's still competitors that have to be in it. Yep. From the, um, from the seminar that day. Okay. Well, I mean, we've got the, you know, I, I all I know is Priscilla Kelly, pretty much. She's the only For, one I know. Priscilla Kelly, um, Jack Atlas, who I'm not very familiar with. No, I'm not either. Um, um, Jamie Senegal, I've seen other places, and he's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've enjoyed his work. Yeah. Um, and... Big Mama. Uh, Big Mama, who... Yeah. At Legend... Or Legendary... No, yeah, Legendary. She was in the Battle Royale. And she probably looked the best in Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. Um... And then also at Luminous, she had a pretty good match of Rays. Um, I'm happy to see her back to this. I want to see her do more things. Yeah. Like, I want to keep, keep seeing her evolve and build because I think she could be a really good, you know, big, you know, big guy, the wrong word. Yeah. Right terminology, wrong, wrong phrasing, probably. Mm-hmm. You know, for a woman's, you know, a woman's division in a company. Um, She's big enough where she could you know, stand toe to a lot of men. Right. And whole will see um, if she puts anyone to the table. <laughs> yeah. It's elimination, and, and too. I, like, I so. want to see how, I want to see if she's going to go through a table, how they're going to do it, you know, something like that. Like, yeah. um, Priscilla Kelly is just always fun to watch. Yeah, she's been very right. controversial. You know, she did that tampon spot. <laughs> she puked on a guy. Yeah, but, and, and, but there are 21 older shows they're fun. They're expressing creativity. Like, if she was given somebody, you know, the, the woman version version of a Joy Ryan flip you know, with, with with her her chest or whatever, like nobody would say anything about it. And that would just that would be just as, you know, quote unquote demeaning or whatever people want to say. Right. But everybody in those spots were okay with it, and the fans there ate it up. Is people look at five seconds and make a judgment call. They don't look at somebody's body at work. She's a very capable wrestler. Um, she showed it at Legendary early to rise, having a match, you know, in the in the Battle Royale. She's a very good wrestler. Also, yeah. on top of the, you know, the couple of spots that get posted on social right. media. Yeah, and people compare her look to Paige, as well. So she has to. I can see it because she's the tall, skinny, you know, pale complexion. Yeah. But, um, I got to talk to her early to rise, and she was cool as hell. Like, fun to meet because I don't know how long she's going to be in the independent scene. She's that good. Yeah, for sure. And we'll have to see who else joins the match. And. I'll, I'll be uh, cheering for, for anybody. You know what I mean? I just want to see people go to the table. <laughs> I, yep. I want to see good matches. I want to see people go through the table. I want to see people I haven't seen before. Yeah. You know, I haven't seen I haven't seen Jamie or Jake live, so I'm looking forward to seeing them in person. For sure, man. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, I think Jake was an Illuminous card, and I think it was Illuminous, or is it a different Rise show? I don't remember where he was, but I, I saw him somewhere recently, and he looked he looked pretty good. Um, we have Shotzi also defending yes. her 
uh, War of the Genders Championship that is from Sabotage Wrestling mm-hmm. out of they're out of Austin, Texas. Yeah. Oh, just to go back, it looks like Jake wrestled Taya. There okay. Were, there's a picture of them in the ring. It says Southgate, California. So I think that's from Luminous. Uh, could have been. Yeah. I don't recall. I watch too much wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't we all? Um. But the with Shotzi, um, Shotzi's title she has in Sabotage is basically uh, an open belt. Anybody, any gender. Mm-hmm. Um. So we don't know who's gonna come out for that. It could be Tommy Dreamer. It could be. <laughs> yeah. I'm just picking a Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> um, it, it you know it could be Gil Kim. Yeah, it's true. We don't know, and and that's I think that's one of the cool things is we're going in and we don't we're not, we're not going to know. Um, but Shotzi is really good in the ring. Um, It'd be crazy um, if it was Zoe Lucas. <laughs> Zoe Lucas shows I, up. I love, is like I'm taking your belt too, bitch. <laughs> I, I love Zoe. Zoe's yeah. Zoe's probably like my favorite healer right now. Yeah, she's good, man. And it's too bad she won't be scheduled for this one. I guess you don't need the champion every event. Um, I think no. Is she yet? Oh no, she she's not announced on the card yet. Yeah. So you never know. She I might. Don't, she might challenge her. Yeah, I don't. I, I haven't like cross checked her dates mm-hmm. if it works with this or not because right. I'd rather just be like it could be anybody and be and be happy with who it is. What if it was Delilah Doom because they had a rivalry before? I I would I would be happy. Yeah. I that Delilah is probably is Delilah beat her Delilah's, for one belt already. So. Yep, Delilah's so good. Yeah. I know Delilah was hurt though, so from last Shimmer weekend. She's back. She wrestled. She's been wrestling for like two weeks now. Oh, that's good. Hey, you never know. It could um, be her. And then, um, you want to go on the next match? Yeah, because we don't really know who's going to be in that match. Yeah, um, yeah. the next match on Rise's website is Joey Ryan. Joey Ryan and Double D Rose. Double D <laughs> Dementia Rose. Yeah, I don't know too much about uh, Rose, but uh, Joey Ryan is. I mean, this is Joey his. Ryan. This is his kind of event, you know. Let's be honest. Yeah, yep. And this is going to be one of, possibly one of his last matches in the Indies. Yeah. Um, this week, as we're recording this, um, at Bar Wrestling, he's going to announce what he's doing in the future. Um, we'll we see. already know it's not AEW. He mm-hmm. oh, it's been put out there. He declined their contract. Right. Um, so. He could be TNA bound, Impact, or they go by now. I forget. I was right. it's interchangeable for me, or you know WWE. Um, nice. If he's looking long term, to that's crazy though. Because the stuff he does move into oh, so moving to a uh, training role to PC eventually or or whatnot. Yeah, I just don't think they would hire him in WWE NXT because the fact that all the outrageous stuff it he would... does. He'd have to change his style. He'd, He'd have to change, to change his gimmick. Which, yeah. if if you're Joey's forty-ish, you've been oh, wrestling wow. forever. He's been around forever. Yeah. Um. You know, and if he's looking at long-term, you know, long-term life. Yeah. After wrestling, you know, I, I don't 
blame him for I don't think it's a bad move if he decided to go hey if I can I can get into the PC you know wrestle a year or two in NXT help get these younger people ready to go you know up to the main roster and then go train you know that's what Small Joe is supposed to do look for Small Joe is now right it's true man well we'll see I'm, I'm excited for, for this match though I think Yep. Um, I think uh, AQA Double D Rose has got him. Double D is she's good. Yeah. She's uh she's a, a ground and pound striker. Mm-hmm. Um so it will be it'll be a fun match. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I know Joey likes to antagonize the women. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping for, you know, and I was gonna say about most of these all these matches should be fun. You know, and this one I'm really looking forward to just to, you know, enjoy it. Enjoy it for what it is. It doesn't have to be a technical masterpiece to be a good match. True. True. And I, I, like I uh, said, I think, you know, Joey Ryan's going to use his uh, <laughs> manipulation, his hijinks, you know. His, you know what I mean? He gets under people's skin. You know, he's going to do all that to uh, dementia. Yep. Yeah. And it, it's it's fun to watch him it do is. that stuff. Like, it is. Yeah, that guy enjoys what he does. <laughs> That's all yep. I could say. I know people weren't, you know, they, they look at the stuff he did with the Joey Ryan uh, dick party or whatever it was called, penis party, and, you know, like, how can this, this is not wrestling. But I feel like it, 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 wrestling's an art form, and there's different variations of art. And, yes, I still consider it to be wrestling. Now, is this something that I'm interested at a point I could watch two hours of? No, but I can sit and laugh at, you know, a, a two-minute yeah. clip of it, you know. It's 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 his character blown up ten thousand percent for the for the yes. penis party, and it was fun for what it was. Yeah. Like, it wasn't meant to be, you know, New Japan Pro serious wrestling. Right. It was meant to be fun, laugh, and enjoy yourself. Because at Mania weekend, a lot of those companies are trying to book the best talent, blah, 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 but on the best show, mm-hmm. most seriousness. And he's like, you know what? I want my friends to come. We just have fun. Right. Well, next match, I think this is going to be the, the show-stealing match, man. Oh, the, the triple yeah. threat tag match for the Guardians Rise? Yeah. The Killer Death Machines are the champions, and I am very partial to them. I, I am too. I'm also partial to, to Team C-Stars. Yes. And then we're um, going to see yep. um, Courtney Rush come back. Not Rosemary, Courtney Rush. And and Zoe Sky, not Dust. As yeah, that's interesting, period. too, because she's always been Dust and Shimmer and Rise. Uh, because that's been her heel, heel, heel persona. Um, okay. so, I, I don't know. The only thing I'm intrigued with, like, all these women are amazing. Um, it's three faces, though. Three face teams. Yes. Um, and the Killer Death Machine, you like what? Look at their name. They're not faces. In in Chicago, in the Midwest, they are faces. Yeah. You know, Havoc, when she's on Impact, she's a heel. Mm-hmm. Not here. Yeah. She is beloved by... That's true. You know, this crowd that's going to be there. Yeah, I actually got so to see... So is the Bay I got to see Havoc beat Kylie Ray for the AAW Women's Title, man. And I was just I, I, I watched that not yeah. live, but I that match was so good. And the fans chanting afterwards, women's wrestling. That was great. Yep. 
That was yep. great. Yeah, I love Jessica Havoc, man, and, and she's one of the best wrestlers, not just women's wrestlers, one of the best wrestlers out there now. Um, yeah, uh, Team Two Stars are mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. Um, outside of New England area, um, they're not as well known. They no. just won this last week in the Sabotage Women's Tag, uh, Women's or just Tag Team Championship, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley Vox um, and Dumb XR Sisters. Ashley just got done, well, it just aired. Uh, she was in the last two weeks of Impact. Right. She was in the Battle Royale, and she also did a segment with uh, uh, Glenn Gilberti, Disco Inferno. Okay. Um, she is going to be a star like and so is your sister like Delmi Delmi Luminous was Delmi's first match after breaking her wrist mm-hmm. um the next night she wrestled Zoe for the Rise Championship mm-hmm. um uh they are they're the quintessential baby faces yeah. like um, and they're just really good people. Like I, I know both of them personally. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just both really, really good people, yeah. and they are young enough and good enough for the sky's limit. Mm-hmm. Like I, they're one of the teams that I say don't sleep on seeing because they might not be in the Indies very long. True. Um, and then you have almost paradise in this match. Um, Zoe Sky as Dust has been one of the best heels I've seen live in the last few years. Yeah, she's so good in the ring. Um, oh jeez, I don't know. I don't. There's so many. Like I don't. You're you're throwing praise on it on a heel, but she's so good. She makes the face look so good. Yeah, she does everything you want um she knows how to sell sell the right amount you know she does everything you want from a heel and she's yeah. really grown she really grew into that role yeah, yeah um i'm kind of i'm hope selfishly i kind of hope this is a one-time thing for almost paradise because i really like seeing them both as rosemary and dust mm-hmm. um Courtney Rush, uh, there is nothing you can say about her. She's amazing. Yeah. Um. Please go follow her Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. She. She's probably like. Just what she, what she's done for women's wrestling in general, like yeah. over her career with Ellie and Smash, and then the Impact and all that, like. She's done so much for women's wrestling, and she wants to keep doing more. Like, she doesn't... The, the knee injury could have been the end of her career, and she persevered through it. And yeah. You know, she's doing amazing work. You know, and admittedly, she said, you know, she's not in the shape she wants to be, and I'm not dating at her, because, you know, she was out for a year. Right. You know, and... It doesn't, you know. It, it's hard to get get what you where you were at, and you can look at that picture, 
you know, when, when she was with Abyss and, is it Crazy Steve? Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, oh God, I'm forgetting the name of the team, the, the group they had in TNA. Oh, um, San- not Sanity. I was about to say Sanity. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember the group though. I remember them. They were, they were, they were, they were weird, man. Yeah. But like, you know, when you have an injury and you're out for a year, it takes a while. And she had a good match at Luminous. She had, I thought her and Allie was very good. Um, you know, I'm really looking forward to this match. It's going to be crazy. Um, Me too. I think it's going to be the best match of the night. I, I think it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be, it's got all the right combination for... Mm-hmm. For who's gonna, you know, to steal the show? Yeah, for sure, man. I think I, I'm gonna still go with the KDM to, to to stay on top. They're from Midwest, and you know, I think they're gonna be the favorites to win this. But you never know, man. Right? I'm, like I said, I'm partial to Ashley and Delmi because they're friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. This is a match where no matter who wins, I'm gonna be happy. Right. I actually had to go on Wikipedia. It was called The K, the group that she was with. Oh, okay, The K. The K, yeah. I knew it was something like that. Yeah. I just... Yeah, I think, I think this would be a fun one, man. That's all That's all I'm looking for is a good match. And, and all, all six of these women can deliver. And they all can yep. headline the show, too. Like, you know, if you think about it, they all can yep. do well singles. I mean, we haven't seen Ashley Fox and Delmi... In Rise or Shimmer headline, but we saw, you know, we've seen Jessica Havoc they, headline, we've seen Zoe Sky headline, we've seen Rosemary headline. So half of the yep, women have headlined before. And Ashley and Delmi have headlined elsewhere and right. beyond in Limitless and uh, Women's Wrestling Revolution. Um, Shakara, um, Ashley has a really good heel, promote, heel character in Shakara called Oceana. Okay. Um, um, if you want to see in a really good match, um, Chris Stat, Chris Statlander mm-hmm. and Ashley Vox from Limitless Wrestling, it's up on their YouTube channel. Okay. Um, really, really good match from those two. Um, they, Delmi, Delmi has headlined a bunch of places. I just, I don't. Uh, so much wrestling, so many companies. Right. I don't remember all of them. Sure. Um. So they just won the Sabotage Championship. Um. Zoe's headlined all over the Midwest. Um. And the thing is, you're looking at three Ohio girls in this match. Mm-hmm. Like, evening. There's no Sam Sam Height sighting. Nothing yet. So. Right. You know they. You know, it, it's it's gonna it, this match is gonna be fun. Like, I don't know who the heel's gonna be. It's probably or probably just gonna be the Killer Death Machines on paper, but right. the fans will go for that. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time I'll be seeing Courtney Rush as Courtney Rush, not Rosemary. Uh, me too. Yeah. So I'm interested to see the differences. I've seen her on Shimmer video before. Yeah, before mm-hmm. the Rosemary character I saw her is on video, but I've never seen her live as Courtney Rush. Let's get to the main event then, uh, of the Pride and Joy, and first time uh, matchup anywhere in the world. 
a legendary Cassandro El Exotico against Lentina Sensation, Mercedes Martinez. I don't know too much about Cassandro. I've seen some videos. Mm -hmm. um, he's a lucha um, from out of Mexico. Um, I don't know call it movesets and all that type of stuff. Very charismatic, very flamboyant. Mm -hmm. um, very contrasting look and style to Mercedes. The Mercedes is the punching-the-face person. Right. Um, should be a very, very good contrasting style, mm -hmm. which I'm looking forward to. Right. Uh, yeah, he's an um, older guy, too. I mean, or older lady. Yeah, yep. You yeah, know, probably the closer the end of his career. And I'm sorry if... Cassandro goes by a different certain you know, different uh right. here. I don't I don't know. I don't know enough. I haven't seen enough yeah. video. Um and the stuff that Rise put out there didn't specify. Yeah. No worries. It's fine. Um no, I'm just I'm just right. you know, people who listen to this, I don't mean sure. to get something wrong how somebody wants to be taken for gender identity. Right. Um and through the through this whole recording. Um yeah. Some people I don't personally know, so some people, you know, or haven't seen what they prefer. Right. Um, but Mercedes is Mercedes. Mercedes is absolutely just a house. She might yeah. be the best she's ever been right now. Yeah, I think so too, man. I, I, I've been following like, her for a while. Like, her match, and I know this isn't just Pride and Joy, but her match against, uh, Beyond Classic 2 against Miko, my match of the year that year. Yeah. And, and she's been on fire ever since then. The stuff she did at the Slash Shimmer and Rise, you know, with, with I know she got hurt in the match, but but with Hero Sentum, he, uh, Hero the Hero, uh, Lady Destroyer, the, the Josie that, that her and, uh, um, Chiller was the wrestle them where Mercedes got hurt. Oh yeah, that match. Yeah, that was a tough one, man. That was a tough to watch. Yeah, um, and then she wrestled five days after after bruising her ribs. Yeah, I never been in a in a match or arena like that where something went down. Like I've been in like a like a WWE show, I think, and someone got hurt, but not quite like to that extent where they actually had to bring out and put a you know what I mean, put them on a wooden I'm board. On, on on a on a way to so you don't move. Yeah, I mean they they thought she broke ribs, yeah. and they didn't want anything to get punctured. That's true, man. And that bad that move that happened was when uh, she she was power bombed Could, by uh, what's her name by Charlie Melissa. Hero hero power bombed Charlie yeah. Melissa Andor. That's had to be, and she still took the splash. Not one but two pulled, splashes by Charlie. Asked to splash her. I I couldn't believe that. Not just once but twice. Right? Yeah, I that I, I give all the respect to Mercedes in the world. Me too. Like one tough one tough lady, man. I, her, I respect yeah. her a lot too. And I, I like um, the fact that she's, you know, she's she's coming back to Chicago after this happened, you know, and she's headlining it's it's only right. Even though it's not shimmer and it's rise, it's only right that she she headlines the next and, big event here in Chicago. And and she's gonna be cheered forever when she comes out for this. Yes. 
biggest involvement in it because people Rise and Shimmer are synonymous together, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of the same crowd. Right. So most people who went to saw that happen at Shimmer are going to see her here, and they're going to they're appreciative fans are going to let her know how much they miss her oh, yeah. and how much, you know, they enjoy seeing her, which is part of the reason why it's so hard for her to be heel. Yeah. Because it's the ECW effect. I call it like she's so good in the ring and she just, her level of work, people love her and they don't let her be a heel. Yeah. Even though she's got the heel, heel persona, the heel character traits in the ring. Yeah, and she's, you know, she's come out on top uh, a lot of matches, man. I, I just love seeing her perform. I wish she could come back to AEW and contend for the AEW Championship, Women's Championship, and oh. add that to her resume. But, I mean, there's so many titles out there for her to win. There's only for she's win. got six of them right now. Right. I mean, she's, she's also going back, you know, like, like, She's all over, and she's she deserves it. She's that good. Like, I I joked that the men have brought her, the women have Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, that's a great comparison, and I think Cassandra is got his hands full. But I wonder who's going to come on top because of the fact that it is a Pride weekend, a Pride event, would Mercedes you know bow down and, and give him the the match? You know what I mean? I could see that happening. I, I think it's going to come down to is does um, Miranda get involved in this match? True. Just Mercedes taking her on as a protege now. Right. Are Are we going to see that that element come into play? Right. True. I I I hope it's just those two one on one and and, we and, just... and if it does, who comes out to help Cassandra? Right. No. Is it? Is it Ashley Vox? Is it uh, you know, down, down the list? Is it you know Jamie Senegal? You know, I'm, like the people like who I know are are LGBTQ. You know, like yeah, I could definitely see that. You know, who who is an um, you know that that's kind of what I'm what I want to see is, mm. is just how that all plays out. Me too, man. Um, I'm excited for this one. Just, I, I it's am. different the, talent. The we get. Sometimes a different just, talent, they mesh well together, you know? They mesh. Yep. Um, I, you know, we don't, we don't know who's going to come out. It could be somebody not in the card, mm-hmm. you know, that is there, that isn't advertised. Yeah, can I tell you something, though? The best intergender match I ever think I saw, or the most memorable one was the main event of Chikara in Chicago. It was in 2012. It was El Generico versus Sarah Del Rey. Oh, that match is amazing. Yeah. yeah that, that, to me, that's the I, standard for intergender for matches. Now, I, I'm, I, you know, I only watch so much wrestling, and there could be that I don't even know of. Just for me, that's the most memorable one. And, and I'm just saying this is another great intergender match, and hopefully we'll see a, a, another classic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of what my favorite intergender match. <sighs> I've seen like highlights, like I know Shotzi fought Joey Ryan. I don't know if that was a, 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 at that level. Prob- 
like it's not a technical masterpiece, but I just enjoy the match. What because the, the the character play and everything in it involved mm-hmm. is um, Sarai Knight Joy Ryan. Okay. Nice. Um, I have to watch that one. It, that, that was on a rise a rise card. Um, okay. I don't remember what one of the earlier ones. I don't remember which one offhand. Um, I know Ashley Fox is really good intergender matches. Um, she just had one with. Oh god, I'm gonna get it wrong. M- MJF. Okay. Because he's a limitless championship, and she just oh, okay. uh, she just uh, challenged for that belt recently, nice. last what, a month or so, month mm. roughly. Um, that match was really good. Um, you know, she does a lot of that out in the New England area. Um, obviously, Shikara doesn't have a gender rule. Yeah. Um, that way since the beginning. Um, Solo's put on some really good matches. Solo, Solo Darling, sorry. They've put on some really good matches with, with men. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I can... Kimberly, too, was the, the Chikara champion. <laughs> yep, grand champion. Yeah, yep. grand champion. Yeah. Um, Lufisto. Yeah. Her, I'm not a big deathmatch fan, but she's done some intergender deathmatches before intergender was a thing that were just crazy. Yeah. Like, um, that that woman is absolutely amazing, too. Like, True. And that's um, the great thing about independent wrestling. We get to see these matches, but we can't see them on TV because... You know, a lot of sponsorships and, and the, the companies will lose sponsorships because we don't have it in WWE. Yep. But a lot of the wrestlers, the men and women, they train together. Whether it be independents or you know, we've seen at the performance center too, they train together. You don't, yeah. When when, when you're in training and and <coughs> I've been training for about a year, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl, right. man, man or woman. Like you're there to learn and you're there to train. Sure. And like it doesn't matter. Like you don't look at it that way. You you know I look at it as you're a wrestler. I don't care. You know the gender of the person or yeah. anything like that type of stuff. Like it's it's about do you have chemistry? Can you tell a story? You know, can you help each other look better? You know that's what matters. For sure, man. Well, I'm looking forward to Rise, man, and finally we'll get to. Meet each other. Yep. Yeah. Finally, we probably ran into each other. Just didn't know it yeah, yet. Yeah, exactly. At uh, Rise, um, Pride and Joy, and everybody check that out. Rise, uh, DWTA. Do we, do we want to give a uh, name drop of who we're going to have on here? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, we are going to be recording a, a um podcast with Chris Wolf. Yes, I'm excited for that. That's the biggest guest we've had on this podcast so far. I am would too. Be the biggest um, guest, yeah. You know, she just recently retired um, mm-hmm. due to concussions. Um, and it'd be nice to have her on and talk to her about, you know, life, wrestling, um, just stuff like that. Like, yeah. who knows where I'll go because she's that type of person, but. It'll be a lot of fun. 
He's a great person. Um, You know, there's so much I can say about Chris Wolf. Like, you know, she's one of the reasons why I went, I went and found a school to get trained at and stuff like that. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, we're definitely looking to have her forward to having her on. And uh, Jeff, again, it's been a pleasure to have you on Pro Wrestling Enforcer Podcast, man. Thank you. I will With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.